0: Hey, don't wake me up if I'm dreaming, but this is Jay Anthony Frankie, and you're listening to On the Fly with Stevie and Warden. Cheers. what's up guys on the fly is back again this week it yeah so we're recording on a wednesday night and this will be the first we're well, actually the second time i've done a this but it's first time with warden we're doing a movie focus and it's a little bit different than the first one we did we did one on teen wolf uh yeah this one's a little in a little bit different direction and i'll go ahead and tell you the only i have watched this movie twice in my life and this is since we made these lists, Warden and I made a list of, each of us made a list of 10 movies that were like our favorite movies, and we gave them to each other, and we're gonna, that's how we're gonna start out for this movie focus. So The Godfather, and that's Warden's, one of Warden's choices, and believe it or not, I know I'm gonna catch some slack for this. Up until like a month ago, I would never seen The Godfather. I knew about, I knew about, we're gonna make him an offer you can't refuse, I knew about the horse head, and that's pretty much all I knew about the movie. But I watched it twice. I watched it last week to refresh me. So we're going to talk about that. And of course, I knew I knew Adrian Balboa was somehow tied into this movie. Uh, but we're going we're going to talk all about that. Jay, I'm going to call him Jason. We just got through talking about that. Warden, how you doing, buddy? I'm good, man.
1: It's about a uh, 104 today, and that all? San Antonio, and uh looking forward to 108 this weekend. So it's, you know, got uh, the air conditioner on, on 74, which is good. Doesn't shut off, so I, I'm i saving up now to wash some dishes to start paying my electric bill, because uh that's going to be high, I'm sure. High is uh, Cheech and Chong, but you've seen those memes, so.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm good, man. Otherwise, how you been?
0: I'm good. I'm good. we, we. Had a episode last week. It was an older episode that we did before. Warden came along with a uh, good friend, Warren Meredith from Tamasari. We did our top 10 Black Sabbath songs, which. The Sabbath. Bracket, yeah, the brackets will be out. The, the Black Sabbath Music Madness Tournament of 64. Uh, we just finished up the Rod Stewart one, which I think a lot of people were, there were some people that were upset about the outcome of that. Hot legs didn't make it. Uh, Maggie May uh, ends up being there were a jam- lot of good
1: there were a lot of good songs that didn't make it people just don't know what they're talking about sorry
0: yeah when you and that, and that's the funny thing when you get those brackets you can get <laughs> uh, you can get some people in there voting they're like okay I know that song I don't know so you know a lot of people don't don't like, don't know the deep cuts and, and that's what you go with from there
1: hey i want to i want to i don't know who said this but you're doing that 90s challenge now uh huh and somebody, and I had to disagree with this. Somebody said the Faster Pussycat song, House of Pain, was like one of the worst, worst I thought a- like, cash outs or whatever. <laughs> that's a good song. That is I mean, a good song. And speaking for somebody who wasn't close to his father, when that song came out, that hit home. That that's a damn good song. Yeah. Poison and faster um, pussycat's a very underrated band. And I'll I tell mean, you this the, they're they're a band that should have been a
0: lot bigger than they were. I want to say we just finished up just finished up the Sweet 16. And I will tell you this. I'll give you a little, before I put the updated bracket up, that House of Pain huh. made it to the next round. Good. They beat Fleetwood Mac. So, uh, I had to go back
1: and uh, listen to some of those songs. haven't heard them in a while.
0: And, you know, I, I, I thought you were going to bring up one guy had that I hadn't seen before up there, and you know I welcome all comments. I yeah. welcome all people want to vote on Twitter, whatever you want. It, it, you know the the way I do these brackets with the like the whatever year I go by the week. Like it I did May fifteenth from nineteen ninety. What was on the Billboard charts at that time? And I forgot what song he was talking about, but one of them, he said, was released in 1989. Black Velvet? Was it Black Velvet? Black Velvet, yeah, that's what it was. And I was like, well... That
1: song was so big for so long.
0: And he was like, well, if Fleet, What was it? Dark Side of the Moon was out in the 70s and re-entered the charts in the 80s. I was like... If you don't want to vote for it, don't vote for it. Vote for the other song. I know, right? But this is what... Don't be that how, guy. Hey, yeah, by the way. This, yeah. This is how I do it. And, I mean, if you don't like it, just don't vote for it. I mean, just don't... And by all means, don't give it a, get out there and boycott me or cancel culture me or whatever you want to do. Did you see Paul Stanley's comment about that this week?
1: Yeah, I mean... I, I didn't know how to, I, did, I didn't, I read it and I was like, I didn't get it.
0: I was like. Well, I think what he's talking about is, and do you remember the movie? Well, of course, everybody remembers the movie Footloose. This is how I, I took it. When when the preacher in Footloose, he's trying to, you know, they ban dancing, they ban music. they John Lithgow, Earth. right? John yeah, Lithgow. John Lithgow. And it comes a point in time when he gets a call that, they're burning books and he ends up going over there and said these books aren't what the problem is the problem is what's in here and he kind of has a look at himself and say okay i'm doing the same thing but it's just like he said cancel culture could be more dangerous than the things that you are boycott and the way i took it is like you know okay let's say you have something you want to boycott you won't take it off. But then when some, what's different if somebody wants to come along and take out, take away something that you like? It, 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 it's You open up a huge can of worms yep. whenever you do this. And, and what happened to, and you know, I'm trying not to get political on here. I don't want to do it. But what happened to the times when people, when you didn't like something, if it wasn't, and I'm not talking about racism, I'm not talking about anything like that. By all means, I'm, I'm totally against that. I'm talking about some of this some of this stuff that people are getting so butthurt about that it's not it, what i 20 years ago it wasn't a big deal 10 years ago it wasn't a big deal if you didn't like it you just didn't watch it turn the channel turn it off don't listen to it just if it's not hurting if it's not racist or anything like that let it go it's two crazy. words for you social media
1: well that's true too but everybody's got a voice everybody's got an opinion
0: everybody's yeah. got a platform and we're gonna get yeah. to that in just a second too on a, a little something that upset me but I'm not and I and I'm gonna bring this up too when we talk about this um but yeah it, it I I kind of and it was to me it was like different Paul Stanley than what he's been portraying in social media here lately I mean I don't I don't know what I I did hear it was something about, they got asked about, uh, gosh, I can't think of the actress's name. She got taken off a show for something she said, and he, Gene and Powell totally disagreed with it. And uh, was it know, the was,
1: was it Gina from Star Wars, from The Mandalorian? Was it her?
0: That was it. That yeah. was it. And they didn't agree. They didn't agree with it. And you know, because Gene was like, "I think she's a great actress," and you know, you're taking away her right. Or freedom of speech and stuff like that and i was like well you know this has been going on for a while which with that's what it's all about but i think that may have had that spurred that on but i i don't know for sure
1: and talking about politics this isn't just on one side this is both no. sides oh
0: this no, is, God. It's, yeah it's both sides you got it because
1: i out. i get that stuff about musicians right. that don't i don't necessarily agree with but i don't cancel them i still no. listen to them i mean some sure. of the like the stuff with uh, Kid Rock, I don't agree with everything he says, but I I still listen to him. Look I just head. I I don't I I don't agree. I, I agree with you, like with the girl Gina, she said that stuff in her own time. She wasn't on Disney's platform saying right. that. If you're using a like we have a you know we have a thing at work to where we can't we can you know do in our on time, but we can't use company time or resources to do it. She wasn't doing that. It should be the same. She has a right unless you're uh, unless you're you're egging people on to like start a riot. that's another podcast uh, yeah you know and stuff and you know egging people on to to you know to hurt somebody else. I mean, yeah, you should be able to speak. I mean you don't necessarily like what you speak, but I mean I know right now that me and you we d- probably disagree on a lot of stuff, but we're not trying to cancel each other.
0: Yeah, I mean, we don't
1: talk. We don't talk about it because we know the we know the bout we know the the boundaries. And if more people were like that to see the other side of you, we're like well, I don't agree with you, but we're still friends.
0: Thank you, thank you. There, there's a lot of people like that that don't don't think that way, though. But yeah, it's my way or the highway. Exactly, and uh, I I couldn't be like that. I couldn't, you know. You'd have to say something mighty mighty bad for me to. Um, to, to want to just not talk to you. Not. And
1: honestly, if you want to boycott something, boycott it. Just don't tell everybody and their mother about it. <laughs> just go and freaking boycott it. Don't try to shame me if I don't share your boycott.
0: Exactly. Um, went to see Top Gun Maverick this weekend. I know you haven't seen it yet. So Going
1: Friday. Going Friday. Yeah.
0: Uh, and <laughs> it was good. It was really good, but not as good as the first one in my opinion. I mean, and I'm that's taking nothing away from the movie. It was it was a different feel, and I'm not going to get in too much. It was just a different feel than the first movie. See, so, and you'll see, and I think knowing you, you'll see what I'm talking about uh, when you watch it. It was good. I mean, really good. Tom Cruise did a really good job. The storyline was really good. I, I was surprised, but there's a there's something that happens that I didn't understand. We um,
1: got to talk about this next week. We'll yeah. Whatever.
0: There's something that, and I'm not going to get, but and I'll, I'll tell me I'm not going to spill the beans, but you'll, I, I, I've never seen it. I've never seen it done in a movie before.
1: You know, uh top gun. It's got one of my favorite actors, uh St. Louis Cardinals fan, John Hamm. I don't know if you've ever seen this, the uh, TV show, Mad Men. It's probably one of my favorite shows of all yeah, time. I love I, it. I love it. And I think John Hamm's great and I heard he does really good too. He is. He's really and good and the guy that plays Goose's son, I forget his name, but we'll get to talk to this later. He's uh, one of the main characters in the offer, the story
0: about the godfather. He's been in a in a bunch of movies. I can't think yeah. why if my wife I mean not my wife, my daughter was in here right now. Yeah, shake his name because every time he came Miles. I am so
1: bad. I am so bad with names. Miles. But he Miles is it Miles Austin? Hello, cowboy uh i say miles davis but you need a trumpet um mile yeah miles kennedy no no <laughs>
0: slashes thing alter bridge one of my favorite singles by the way uh but yeah, miles Tennant, i think is his name
1: yeah he's he's in it and he he's in that show the offer which we'll talk about yeah and of course tom cruise is in. uh Another another person that I don't really necessarily agree with, unlike his, I mean, yeah. Scientology. Call it what you want. I mean, it yeah. works for some people. But, you know, and I'm, I'm not, gonna not, not a big fan of his know. personal life, especially how he treated Nicole Kidman. How do you dump that? I don't get that. But I'm not, I'm not going to cancel him. I mean, he's in some good movies.
0: Yeah. That, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to stop. That didn't, when when me and my daughter started talking about going to see it, I wasn't like I was like, uh Tom Cruise is in this. He's a, he's in Scientology. I'm not going to that movie. No, anyway, so, I want to go see a good movie. Yeah, exactly. So anyway,
1: you're you're allowed in this country. Uh, last I checked, is to have your own way as long as you're not hurting somebody or exactly doing damage to something. And that's what we social media is good about bringing people together. But you know, you hook up with some of these people and you remember them, then you realize why you didn't talk to them for 30 years. You know, it's like <laughs> oh, that's why. It's like when you go to a reunion, it's like i've never been to mine because the people i was friends with in high school i'm still friends with i was I mean, a loser but you know
0: yeah I, I i'll tell you this story and then we'll move on I Went, i filmed a graduation at another school a nearby school not that school my daughter goes to last last thursday and friday night I was over there. they had baccalaureate and they had graduation so after the baccalaureate we got that was finished at eight o'clock i sat out in that parking lot till after 10 o'clock it was a one of the graduates his dad graduated with me and I hadn't seen him you know I'd seen him briefly here and there but we sat out in that parking lot for two hours talking about stuff that we did back in the day and I was like Darren we're going to close this parking lot down they're going to come looking for us for long but you know it was nice it was you know great guy great guy and uh it was great to catch up and hopefully we'll be getting all our guys together it was, wasn't but I about eleven of us in our graduate class, so oh, it should wow. be hard to get everybody together. But.
1: I had three thousand
0: in mine. Yeah, yeah.
1: And I've being a W, long night.
0: Yeah, that was a long night. I, your family could have sat there and was like, "Oh God, take a nap." I, I, I don't know, man.
1: I mean, it, it, it you, you kind of, you, you, you kind of look at kids, and I remember back then when I was young, people told me just enjoy it, and, and yeah. you know, it's like my, my grandparents would tell me just enjoy this, what you got. And now I see these kids, of course, working for a school district and I'm like, just enjoy it. I mean, exactly. one day, you know, one day you're 17, 18, next day you're 50. I mean, it, it's I, like, I remember, I remember me and my buddy, Mike, we were leaving, we graduated. And of course we're, you know, I used to smoke back then and of course we're getting our cigarettes and the song that came out that I wanted to jam. And I know that you were talking about them earlier. <clears throat> we jammed Ride the Wind by Poison. Yeah. That was just a cool song because it's about living life and you think you know you think i got my whole life ahead of me and then you wake up one day and like you're 50 is like where did all the time go and i don't know about there was i don't know what your class three uh, class song was but ours was jesus jones right here right now because oh, it was about like you know the wall coming down i mean you <laughs> think about us generation x we're a hell of a generation yeah I mean there's a lot of greatness in this generation you may not agree with him Elon Musk you may not agree with a lot of them but people like that Shaquille O'Neal I mean we're a kick-ass generation because we were that generation before technology our asses had to learn technology oh yeah we went from typewriters to laptops and like you know yeah. America online you know you got mail. yeah
0: uh, our class song you probably never heard of the group Soraya
1: Oh, I heard of him. That was Brian uh, Brian Wheat's wife at the time, the lead singer.
0: Oh, really? She was... Yeah, she was
1: married to a guy in uh, Tesla, the uh, bass player. Yeah.
0: It was called Timeless Love, and it was off the soundtrack, the shocker. Uh, <laughs> so that recently... I, yeah,
1: what, the the theme movie. song wasn't enough for you guys?
0: Yeah, horrible. With movie. the
1: children, check the children. <laughs> Are
0: they sleeping? <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I actually
0: I put I, I actually put the video of our graduation up on uh on YouTube on my YouTube yeah. one of my YouTube channels and uh that friend of mine watched it when he was like, he came back and he said I couldn't remember the name of the class song and I was like nah probably nobody could with me so uh so we're talking about the same
1: band right yeah, she had that one. love's got a hold on me or something. What is that song they had? Love's on a number on me. They had one song that was that, a radio I was, hit.
0: I will honestly tell you, that's the only song I ever heard is timeless love. That's the only. And, really? Yeah. yeah. They had
1: a they had a song that I mean they it was on rock radio. Well, we had a pretty good rock station down here. They would play uh, newer bands back then. So yeah, that was yeah that yeah I remember that love's got a she I think she it's the lead singer of the woman right yeah yeah she was married to brian wheat sandy soraya i think she was married to brian wheat let me see
0: yeah she was briefly married to brian wheat of tesla in the early 90s but their marriage ended due to touring pressures she's then married to actor brendan kelly in 1995 so let me see what yeah timeless love's there
1: love's got a hold on me or love's done something to me something about love
0: Love has taken its toll.
1: Yeah, that was a radio hit.
0: Okay, they had two albums. That's and so you
1: know cool. it's a radio hit because they still play it on Hair Nation.
0: <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I out. heard it on
1: Hair Nation when or yeah, Hair Nation. That was a good song.
0: Yeah, yeah, I have to check it out. Uh, <clears throat> getting on to one of the things we want to talk about. We got two things to talk about, and then we'll move on to the main event um bon jovi and no i'm not going to talk about his singing the original bassist for bon jovi alec john such unfortunately passed away on sunday at the age of 70 years old uh and he was in the band up until was it happened living on on a
1: prayer uh uh, keep the faith. He left after that.
0: He left after that, and then I, I guess he was asked to leave, is what the story came out. And then, really, I, yeah, I read like,
1: that. I read that he got tired and he didn't want to. He didn't want to put with. Uh, he uh, John said that I read the thing that he just left because it's like a. John compared it to a Bill Wyman leaving the Stones. He just didn't okay. have it in him anymore. Well, so, they, that's what I heard. That's what maybe John's out. being nice. So I don't know. It
0: yeah. came out shortly after that, though. If he left on his own. And they started kind of bashing him saying that he never played on the studio albums that that was what hugh mcdonald the the bass player now was always playing studio albums and he of course
1: they they love him now that he
0: passed yeah he played live but you know which i don't understand if he can play a song live and why can't he play in the studio? They, they did that with We're talking album.
1: about the same guy that doesn't accept his first two albums, which are good. You know, the guy has no and we'll find he's got, out. he he's a he's a perfectionist, is what it is. And it just it didn't go for him. That I think that's a big reason Richie
0: left. And a sneak peek there, one of the first two albums we'll be doing an album focus on uh next week. So uh yeah, that can comes out. Of course, John Bon Jovi makes a statement talking about how much he loved him and all this stuff. And, uh, of course, social media is lighting up. Uh, and I still – they ruled out foul play. I heard that today. They said that – I think he lived in South Carolina. He had a friend staying with him. And about – it was early in the morning he called him to help him get to bed. And he got him into bed and the friend just, you know,
1: Left for a bit,
0: came back. I guess he didn't make anything, he was serious enough that, but then they came back and he was dead. Didn't sound like he was gone very long. No, it didn't sound like it. So, getting to that, you know, of course, all the social media, especially the uh music publication stuff, they're gonna put that he passed away. They're announced they passed away. Rolling Stone put it original. Bass player Alec John Such from Bon Jovi has passed away at age seventy. So you mean you mean Rolling Stone covered 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 a, death? A, covered a
1: death of a rock star? Yeah, a hair band rock star. Imagine
0: that they didn't do Eric Carr, did they? Um. So affectionately known as Stewart uh, Eddie Trunk, your buddy <laughs> Eddie Trunk. <laughs> hey, get, don't get me wrong. I'm not one of those that hates Eddie Trunk. I, I like his, I can listen to his show because he's kept alive that era of music. He does a lot for that era of music as far as talking, get, keeping it in mainstream. I'll put it that way. But to the life of me, and I know why he did it. He wants everybody to think, I know this and you don't. And everybody has known this for years. This is Eddie Truck's tweet replying back to Rolling Stone. Although Alec was pictured slash credited on all of the huge albums, it was revealed that he didn't actually play on most of the records. Hughes served as a ghost musician on those huge hits until officially joining band and replacing Alec. And then he puts, Alec, huge part of live and videos. Rest in peace, Alec. Hello. You put the... You decided... To do this the day the man's died? How classless is that? I mean, have to show some class. You didn't have to do that.
1: Yeah, I have a feeling when either Gene or Paul passes away, his obituary to them will go, These guys played the live backing tracks.
0: Yeah, they lip I mean, that's out. the oh, saying.
1: And sure. that's, I mean, yeah, I, I saw that and I was like, Wow. It's not really the time to do that. No. You know, why do you need to do that? Nobody, nobody cares about. It. And I, I read the comments on that. I didn't have to see anybody agreeing with him. They were all nobody. calling his ass out. Nobody yeah. liked yeah.
0: That. that. I mean, and
1: and you know how hard it is to get people to agree on anything these
0: days. Exactly. <laughs> hey, Eddie Trunk did it. <laughs> I, I put my tweet back to that was the fact that he felt this necessary point out the day that this man passed is utterly classless wow dude just wow and people were like i don't like him anyway (laughs) i mean people started chiming in and you know i can i can get past the constant name dropping that he does because he does that all the time oh i just got a text from so and so i just uh you know i'm good friends with so so and so and so and so he was just at my house or something like that and i'm like but you know i can get past that but this
1: Honestly, if it was me, I'd probably do the same thing. Hell, damn! Paul Stanley just text me.
0: Yeah, screw guys, screw you guys.
1: <laughs> My life's better than y'all. Y'all okay, say I'm it. out of here.
0: I just got a text from uh, someone say,
1: that uh, that's kind of that's kind of why I, I I listen to him at times, and I like his show. Yeah, but we always had to hear about the A Steel. We always had to. I mean, and it's like he pick and chooses which bands. Like he's buddies. He's fine with Def Leppard. Def Leppard uses backing tracks, no different than Kiss. That's the rumor, and you know, that's what I've been told. There was but, a big know, yeah, and, and Motley Crue admitted it, but uh, yeah, he, inter- he goes and interviews them.
0: There's a big it's just the fact that up. Paul
1: Stanley won't have anything to do with him is why he's butthurt about it. Exactly. And honestly, I saw the stuff I saw the latest video where he was talking about KISS lip syncing. It's pretty damning. I mean it it, oh, yeah. it it's pretty damning. But I mean, I, I think most people don't care. I think people that care had gave it off the band, you know, years ago. Yeah, I, I'm never going to see them again. I saw them. I I know that. But I, you would be stupid to think anybody else. Anybody else. And why doesn't he call out Ace? Ace? Didn't play on freaking Destroyer. Why doesn't he? Why doesn't he call out Ace? Had a card game. Did you know yeah. Ace had a card game? He's he didn't play a on a lot of tracks on Destroyer.
0: He's not. But he person. has to
1: do it when somebody dies. Yeah. I mean, pick. I mean, I I don't know. I I like I said, I'm like you. I like the guy, but not the right time, dude.
0: No. And I mean, but guess what? I'm not gonna boycott him. I'm no. Not gonna call not for, I'm not gonna call for everybody to boycott him because I didn't agree with what he did. It was cla- It was not classy. At oh, all. I
1: totally, I totally agree. Yeah. And I so, and I and I resubscribe and unsubscribe from Sirius all the time. I, I listen to Howard Stern a lot, and I listen to him. And yeah. it's every, I mean, I get kind of burned out. So I just cancel. That's how I do my streaming. But no, I, I'm i not, and I still follow him on Facebook and Twitter, and I'll still listen to his shows. Yeah. No, I, you know, it's, oh, I'll
0: still listen to him. Definitely. Oh, yeah. That was, that
1: but, was I crazy. mean, you can call somebody out without boycotting them. You know? Exactly. You know? That's my point. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, it's like, it's like on Twitter when, like today I was on, uh, actually on Facebook. And I had this friend of mine that we had mutual friends. I don't really know the guy, and he can't hear this because he's blocked now. But I sent him something on mistake. It was just a. good, It was I sent to one of my buddies had the same name, so I resent it. And he wrote me. The guy wrote me back. What are you doing? This are you trying to get blocked? I guess he saw that I unsent it, and it. And I was like, Do you want to get blocked? So I blocked him. It's like, <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, there's cancel culture for you. You threaten to block me, I'll block you. You know,
0: exactly. Turn the tables. Yep. But, last thing before we get to our main event, uh, and we're not going to dwell on this too much, but uh, we talk a lot about the Shout It Out Loud cast on here. And, uh, you know, last week they didn't put an episode out and they said it was due to a family emergency. We're not going to get into what that was. If, if you want to know, you can find out. But you, you need, I don't know what your faith is, but you know, if whatever compels you to do to to say a prayer, uh, pray for the that shout out loud cast family, that Tom and Zeus, just say a little prayer for them. And uh, you know, we we hope we we totally understand. Uh, you know, I don't understand what they're going through, but we totally understand that family is so much more important than a podcast. Um, you know take your time guys yes. we will every your loud cast family all, our, all the guys that i talked to this week you know we all love you guys and uh we we we're praying for you and if there's anything we can do for you at all just let us know we're not going to bother you but no you know we've got we've got you in our prayers and like i said if there's anything we can do we will do it uh, i know me and me and warden will. And I,
1: yeah, I, we're we're thinking about you guys, and um, we wouldn't have met was it for the shout out. Loud exactly. I, I mean,
0: there's so, look, there we've got a, a future guest coming on that's uh, that's on the loud in the loudcast Like th- we might have three that, that's a member of the loudcast family. So it's kind of like it's kind of like when they talk about the NFL football the coaching tree, like the Bill Walsh coaching tree, and now it's going to be like the Tom and Zeus podcasting tree that that. Goes down. We get a loud cast. Member. You know,
1: you need to forget Bill Wash and talk about Coach Pop. Both coaches under him are in NBA Finals right now.
0: Oh, that's true. Let's that's be
1: a little true. bit more modern. That's true. Pop deserves it.
0: Steve Kerr, though, he played for the Bulls. He he learned all. Steve Kerr tracks. played for the Spurs, and he won a couple games for us. So, oh, he won a he won a couple of championships for us, <laughs> boy. No doubt about it. Yeah, but uh, you a, you're a Bulls fan. Well, I'm a Michael Jordan fan. Oh Michael Jordan.
1: See, Who's I, see, I'm your basketball you. team? I don't think we've talked basketball.
0: NBA, I don't pull for anybody because I don't watch NBA anymore because yeah. they don't play defense. You know, so. I'm a Spurs I, fan I, I always. So. The finals.
1: I started out as a Laker fan because of magic. Then I graduated to the Bulls. And then when I moved to San Antonio, I became a Spurs fan. Well, actually, was, after.
0: When I was a kid, I pulled for the 76ers because of Dr. J. Hmm. And then – you know, of course, I'm a Carolina basketball fan, North Carolina. Jordan. So when Jordan got to the pros and he went to the Bulls, I started pulling for the Bulls. And that's where I went from that. And after he left, I just, you know. Did I, you watch
1: that documentary on him?
0: What, The Last Dance? Yeah. More than once.
1: I sit there and watch that thing. It's like, how did I just spend 10 of my hours? Because it went like
0: that. Just like that. Just like that.
1: But, yeah. He's yeah. the greatest of all time. And there's no there's no, There's no Never you know LeBron. they talk about LeBron being a billionaire now, but LeBron, never, Michael Jordan, never lost the finals, and he never complained about the heat.
0: <laughs> my my UPS driver came up tonight. He was running late, and uh, I, I always talk to him like that. he's a sports fan. He was talking about how much he's enjoying podcasts and all that. And I, oh, cool! And we got to talking about the uh, the finals. He and I I'd, I'd said, I think Warriors going to win the six. And uh, you think they're going to win the next five? huh? No, in six
1: Or four? You think they're going to win the next four straight? No, it's 1-1 one, one now. I know. You said they're going to in five. No, I said in six. on oh, in six? They, they got to win the next four and they win.
0: Yeah. So, I mean. The, they're the, going to
1: win the next four straight. Ain't no they,
0: way. No, that's what I'm saying. The Celtics can win one game because it's 1-1 one, one right now.
1: Yeah, but you said they're winning six. So, if they play four more games, that's six games total.
0: They only have to win three more, though, to win.
1: Oh yeah, you're right. You're I, I was never good in math, so never mind. <laughs> I'm thinking I'm doing the four plus two equals six. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you. Yeah, I'm one, an idiot. Yeah, no one ever uh,
1: asked me to do math stuff. You're doing That's that, that Cowboys math. math. <laughs> That's that Jerry
0: Jones math. Yeah, you're doing that new math. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. So he was he was talking about that too about how LeBron he he doesn't like LeBron and LeBron- I don't
1: mind LeBron. I just don't think he's the greatest. I don't. And I and I think it's stupid to have that conversation because those You're bulls not. team those bulls teams were great. And I, I agree Phil Jackson was the greatest, but I think Pop's up there too. I don't know. He's oh yeah, he, definitely. Yeah.
0: Definitely.
1: I love Pop as a coach and I love him as a person. I just think he's a I think he's a great man and great, great courage. A lot of people don't like that what he stands for, but I I like Pop.
0: I like how he treated with that guy. Ernie uh
1: yeah, he was real good to him, Ernie, the guy that yeah. passed away from ESPN, yeah. Yeah. the
0: TNT uh, guy that was on, <clears throat> that was always on the floor.
1: It's nice to know that you're as bad with names as I am, because I don't remember a name to save my life, I bro. I
0: used to remember all of them. I'm getting old. Yeah, I've never uh, been able to. So, now the main event, the movie focus, and of course, like we said, we're doing The Godfather. We're going to make you an offer you can't refuse. I'm telling you Bud. there's a lot. <laughs> Watching that movie, listen to Marlon Brando. And I'm like, and, and you know, reading the stuff about what he did during the, uh, when filming. He was, well, when he was filming, when he was doing the uh, audition, he said he put cotton in his mouth and put you know, darken his hair so he would look like, you know. And I'm like, that would explain the cheeks. But then they said he didn't have the cotton in his cheeks when he did the filming. So I'm like, okay. But The Godfather come yeah, out. Yeah,
1: Brando, Brando was a little eccentric. That's That's kind of being kind. He was a little out there.
0: <laughs> Hell of an actor,
1: though. Hell of an actor.
0: Released in the United States. Worldwide or nationwide on March. What 24. year? What year? March twenty fourth, nineteen seventy two. I wonder why he keeps bringing About that up. About a
1: world. month before I was released into
0: the world. Fiftieth anniversary of the Godfather. So the greatest movie of all time. The budget for that for this film was seven point two million dollars. anywhere from six to seven point two is what they're saying. It took in at the box office almost 300 million dollars 291 million dollars so that's pretty good return there yeah they pay <laughs> for pay for some horse heads and and stuff like that um like I said this was I, I don't know I've never never got into the mob movies that much oh my god blasphemy yeah I know I'm gonna catch the devil for it because everybody else in the mama watches the, the mob movie but uh I just never got into it, but, you know, I sat down after you gave me the list, and and I think that was, we did that on a weekend when we got the list to each other, that Monday, when I was off work, I said, I'm going to start watching this, and I watched it, and I had distractions, I'll put it that way at times, but then I sat down last week and watched, and I, you know, I was by myself, and I sat there and watched, and, you know, the second time, it wasn't, you know, it was good, it was really good would I, and I'll save that for the, for the end. But uh, it's the first of the trilogy, directed by Francis Ford Coppola. It deals with the Corleone family from 1945 to 1955. Girls from Marlon Brando is Vito Corleone, and it focuses on the transformation of the youngest son, Michael, who was played by a young, young Al Pacino from reluctant family outsider to a ruthless Mafia boss Paramount obtained the rights to this because this was actually a a book book and they got for $80,000 wow that's it yeah so I mean which was a lot at the time I know they were they were saying at the time you know Coppola wanted certain people in that movie and there was times when they were getting ready to say, no, you can't do this. And they were actually talking about Coppola not doing the movie and it, and it worked, it worked. But, uh, yeah. He, uh,
1: Mario Puzo and, uh, supposedly he wrote the screenplay with, uh, yeah and I think, I think he got made more for the screenplay than he did for the actual book. He probably but did. It sounds I'm like I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, but- yeah.
0: They, they, uh, studio executives have trouble finding a director the first few candidates turned down the position before Coppola signed on to direct the film but disagreement followed over casting several characters in particular Beto and Michael yep. can you imagine those are the two most well-known characters in that movie can you imagine if they didn't have Al Pacino and Marlon Brando playing those two characters he
1: was uh pretty set on brando from the start and i don't yeah. think they gave him as much grief over brando as they did uh al pacino uh there's a movie we talked about called the offer it's on paramount plus if you want to watch it and it's uh goes about the godfather and what they did to get it made and it was just i mean those back then this you I mean try to picture 1970-71 I mean, movies were bigger than they are probably now yeah. because everything was at the movies and not yeah. at home. So Paramount was making this and they didn't they, they said that they they got a lot of flack making it because it portrayed Italians in a bad light. <laughs> but yeah. once money supposedly changed hand in donations, things changed, I guess. You know how that goes. Yeah. But they didn't the the studio executives, they were hard asses on they wanted like Jack Nicholson to play uh, Michael they you know they and i love jack nicholson but i mean uh, anybody but anybody but al pacino that would because he i mean he fit the part but he, they thought he was too short and they just thought that he was just you know and he knew it he knew that they tried to fire him i mean coppola was under his under the gun a lot too and michael because i mean they i mean you can think out you know but i think Cop- he, Coppola, they saved his job because Brando threatened to leave if they fired Coppola. Yeah. That's how much he endeared him to the cast, I guess.
0: Yeah, and we we sit here and talk about it, and I'm the same way as you. I can't see anybody else playing Michael or playing Vito but those two, but if we didn't know any different, you know, if Jack Nicholson did play Michael, I mean, would it be the same? I don't know if it would be the same. I don't know if Nicholson's a great actor. He does a lot, you know, one of my favorite movies is "One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest." Does a great job in that. That's a great movie if you haven't seen it. But yeah, <clears throat> yeah I mean, it's easy to say, but a lot of uh, you know, "Days of Thunder" guy, Robert Duvall. That's what I was like. Hey, that's the "Days of Thunder" guy there. Robert Duvall is playing him here. And then, of course, <clears throat> of course, Adrian. You Malmour.
1: you you think of "Days of Thunder." When you Robert think of the Paul. great Robert Duvall. Yeah. Have you ever not seen Lonesome
0: Dove? Oh yeah. Yeah, I've seen that. But that's the first thing that popped in my mind when I saw it. Because I've seen I've seen Days of Thunder so many times. I don't
1: even remember Days of Thunder.
0: I remember David Coverdale oh, okay. had a song on the Harry, soundtrack. Harry Hyde, I think that was what was Wow.
1: Of all the movies, wow, Days of Thunder, really. Tom Cruise, bud. Yeah, but Robert Duvall has been in so many other great movies. And I ju- I just wouldn't think of, yeah, Nicole. Nicole, but fan. I just I don't even remember that movie. But I guess I've seen Duvall in so many other ones so many times. I guess. Oh it, yeah, well she's been in I don't even remember him being in that movie actually. Yeah, he was a crew chief. I don't even remember that. It's been so. I mean, that was thirty years ago, brother.
0: Well, this was, Godfather was only fifty. Godfather was fifty. I'm hearing you say hello. Yeah, but I've watched The Godfather a little bit more times than Days of Thunder. Yeah, yeah, and I've watched Days of Thunder a little bit more than I've watched Godfather. Probably so, uh But then you've got, of course, the great Talia Shire, Adrian Balboa. I mean, that's sushi's going to always be Adrian to me. And she's, uh, she's in here playing Connie, Vito's only daughter, and it starts out and with Connie's lady. wedding. And this was something I didn't realize. I kept, I was like, dang, the guy's back there, not even out there celebrating his daughter's wedding. But then he found out that the Don cannot turn down any request at his daughter's wedding. I don't think I'm it's like. the
1: Don. I think it's an Italian. Oh, really? Yeah, I think it's the Italian can't turn down anybody's wedding. Okay.
0: Because
1: they're not going to come out and say, I'm a Don.
0: Yeah, I well, Maybe that's true, but he can't turn down any any deal, any request at his door's lips. So everybody's lining up to do that. And uh, also, James Con plays Sonny, the son. The son. He's like the hothead that he just fires. He does doesn't think. He just goes out and wants to wants to get in the middle of something. And uh, James Con. According, Kahn, according
1: to the and according to the offer, that was one. Cop uh Coppola settled on if they gave him Michael. They supposedly said, Well we'll give you uh, uh, we'll give you Al Pacino, you, but you gotta put James Kahn in this. Which James yeah, Conn yeah. doesn't really necessarily look like Fredo or Michael. No. So, you know, it's but I mean he's so good in it though. It's it's he is you, you can overlook that.
0: But James Conn, I'll always remember him for that movie Brian song. Misery. Yeah, but and an elf.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> Elf's great. <laughs> I like I like James Conn. He was also he was also good in a racer when he was a
0: bad guy. Yeah, was, what was yeah. that? Oh gosh, what was the name of that movie he was in with Adam Sandler and Damon Wayans? He was a bad guy in that movie too. Adam Sandler and James Conn? Yeah. Adam Sandler and Damon Wayans. Damon Wayans was the cop. He was undercover. oh, that was
1: yeah, that was like a like almost like Midnight Run, but not midnight run. I know yeah. it, that was one of his first movies. That's probably why I didn't see it. Yeah. It was, it was all right. He was uh, good in Honeymoon in Vegas, too. He was, yeah, he was he, he's, that too. He's been, he's, he's been, uh, movie. he's been in a
0: lot of good stuff. So, you know, there's, <laughs> I've just, I just wrote down stuff that was going on. And, uh, you know, of course, all these guys coming back there leads off with a guy talking about his, his daughter got beat up the mortuary by, the mortuary, by, mortuary. You know, the mortuary so. yeah the, the Undertaker not not Mark Callis but not oh, Paul. But <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> no not him but uh yeah so and he fits in later on yeah but uh just watching the wedding and everything that's going on and everything's going on backstage then oh uh, gosh what was the what was the guy's name the other crime? Was it was it Barzini that was at, or Barzini that was out there in the crowd and the guy took a picture of him and he had guy camera cut down, a guy down, yeah. Rip the film out of the camera. I was like, holy crap. And that a guy that, a lot of that went on in the movie. James
1: Conn did that when they were out in the parking lot taking pictures. Yeah, they
0: were, they were taking pictures out of the parking lot with the FBI was out there checking, checking the uh, yeah. cars, the lights plates of the cars, and he takes the he finishes off the camera. So. Yeah. He lays
1: some money down, you know, being the good Samaritan that he is. He gives the guy money for his troubles, you know.
0: Yeah, he does. But also Diane Keaton in this movie, which I did not really recognize her at first. Really? Yeah, because I've never seen really uh, a a movie with Diane Keaton when she was young. Uh, but you know, after I knew who she was, I could tell it was her. You're not a
1: big Annie Hall fan. No.
0: I'm not a big Woody, I'm not a big Woody Allen fan, by anyway. Not his, none of his movies or him either. But uh, ugh. anyway, it takes it takes a different person, I guess. Al Pacino
1: to... and her were dating at the time.
0: Oh, really? In real life, yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, I, yeah. The wedding is pretty cool because you have a cast of characters there, and and you have Michael and and her there talking and. Oh yeah, you. She, you, she talks. She talks about the, Michael there's a man over there talking to himself and it's, uh, I forget his name. He's a mobster. The,
0: uh, Oh gosh. Cause he's trying to figure out what he's, yeah. doing, what he's going to say yeah. when he goes in there to beat her.
1: Yeah. in the offer, uh, Lou Ferrigno plays him. He's uh, a, <laughs> Lou Ferrigno plays him and they pretty much, they cast him in that role after the movie started. Right. And I think it was kind of a, it was, but that guy was a real, he was a, re, he was a pro wrestler and that dude was a, that dude was a, big dude.
0: But uh he didn't know his lines, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> so then the singer, Johnny Fontaine, that you know, Michael, AKA AKA who?
1: You don't know who that's about? No. that's Frank, yeah. that's Frank Sinatra, brother. Oh, really? And that character is based on Frank Sinatra and there's a part in the in the offer Sinatra I don't and I don't know how much the offer is true but this is from the the director the uh, guy that was over Coppola's point of view uh-huh it was written about uh it was it was inspired by uh by Frank Sinatra and Frank Sinatra got so pissed that he wasn't offered to be in it that the mob was saying well we want him to play Michael oh wow and the studio was like mm. but they supposedly the mob had such a problem with how uh johnny fontaine fontaine was produced that's why his role is like it's not he's not in it very much yeah and I mean, that was almost a gift that was like can you just? and he goes well i can make his role minimum and that's why he's not in it as much as he was originally like in the book i guess he's really portrayed a lot but in the movie not so much because the well like i said according to the offer they made right. that happen to appease the mob
0: well they made him look like, like a wolf uh he goes he goes to uh and talks about you know and and michael is explaining to uh Kay that you know he's a family friend and his dad helped him with his recording deal and he he you hear the the uh you hear the first time I, he made him offer he can't refuse and he told him it was either his name on the contract or blood on the contract so and then now, now Johnny Fontaine wants a movie deal. He wants to be in a movie, and this guy that's producing it or directing it will not put him in it, and he asks for a favor from Vito. And Vito sends uh, Tom. Tom Hagen, who is the consulary lawyer, an unofficial adopted member of the Corleone family, he sends him to California to talk to the guy, and the guy is like real defied. I mean, real defiant, which is a mistake. You you know you've got the freaking mob after you, or asking you to do, telling you to do this, and you're gonna sit there and talk trash. That's
1: one part of the movie I didn't understand. At first, he was like, "Well, piss off." Yeah. Then he found out who was requesting this, and then he started right. kissing Tom's butt. But then but he then got- all of a sudden he gets all hot headed and he he kicks gets him all out. Crappy again. Yeah. And it's like it, I think I would just would have done the. You were right the first way.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. Then that was one of the most iconic parts of any movie in there that. You hear a lot about people over over the years. You've seen it, it, it spoofed in a lot of stuff. I know Family Guy did it one time. Uh, but his prize horse that he was going to send to uh, stud, he's laying in the bed, and I'll say he looks and he's got blood on his hands and he. <laughs> He takes the covers back. There's a freaking horse head in his – that horse's head is in his bed. Here's my question, though. And I know everybody's – everybody like, oh, you're nitpicking. It's the movies. Let it go. Let it go. How the freaking heck did they get in there with a freaking horse head and put it under the covers with him without him waking up? Tell me that.
1: Yeah, he messed up. A- oh? He must have been a heavy sleeper. That's all I gotta say.
0: He might have been drunk or something. There's been something. rumor. There's
1: been rumors for years that it's a real horse head. And in the uh, and the offer, it is they they portray it as they got it from a butcher. I guess they butcher horses for they used to butcher horses for dog food. I guess back See, in that's the day.
0: What I, that I, I did read that that it was yeah. it was
1: from a butcher. None of the props. None of the props were like authentic enough looking. But that yeah that they did yeah.
0: Mm. Good Lord, that I can't imagine. You can imagine waking up with any kind of head in your bed, but a horse head in your bed? Yeah, yeah. Nah, that's okay. So, I guess he ends up getting he gets the deal. Johnny Fontaine gets the deal, but
1: and the man probably gets another horse. So everybody, you know, probably got another horse.
0: yeah. Fredo. Fredo. Fredo, yeah, and, and at first in the movie, I wrote down, is he all there? Is he like the kind of off? You always have the little offside kick that's always not not smartest thing in the world, but he doesn't look like he's all there. No, he's
1: he's protected a lot, I think. Like you, like you saw him when we talk about what happens later to Brando, how he reacted, and. Yeah, he he's just probably an embarrassment, I guess, and he's the second oldest behind Sonny, I yeah. believe. And yeah, Sonny pretty much runs the show. Yeah, Fredo got all the good parts of it. He just didn't never had to be strong. It's probably you know just part of his environment. He was just raised kind of soft, you know, and probably you know just you know didn't have to like like the other guys. I mean, I mean, all three sons are totally
0: different. You know, oh, yeah, definitely. Sonny's a hothead. Yeah. Mike was kind of the level headed guy. And then Fredo. Fredo is just. Every time I hear his name, though, you know who I think about? Think about what's, what's the guy's name, Lord of the Rings?
1: I've never Frodo. seen the Rings.
0: I have never seen it before. I think all right. Frodo no, so, or something
1: oh, like that. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about.
0: I, absolutely, every, every time I heard him call his name, I said, Is this Lord of the Rings or the Godfather?
1: Yeah, that guy that was his name. I don't forget what his name was, but he was he died real young. And but within the span of like the years of his career, he was in like four Academy Awards, like the Godfather one and two. He was in that Al Pacino movie where he Dog Day Afternoon. Like he was I mean, he had a short career, but man, he was in a lot of like monster movies. He was actually.
0: Yeah,
1: he died in his I think 38, 39. He was engaged or he was dating Meryl Streep at the time. So yeah, he's uh he's a great actor, man, because that 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 character, man, yeah. He's he's not all there. He's probably the baby of the family, the one they picked on. The what they call it, back in the old days before it was flitted, correct? The run of the fan of the litter.
0: Yeah. He died at the age of forty two from 42. Uh, cancer. Lung cancer. Shortly after completing
1: his role in the deer hunter. Yeah, wow. Deer hunter. Deer hunter, dog day afternoon and Godfather one and two.
0: That's hell of a resume. Hey. Yeah, and he was, like you said, he was dating Meryl Streep at the time of his death. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I noticed that. So then this other guy, Salazo, starts coming comes to the to the family about narcotics, getting in the narcotics business. And uh, they pretty much turn him down. And I guess it ticks him off. He uh, starts putting wheels in motion to, to get back at him, uh, kidnaps Hagen, shoots down Vito in the streets while Vito's getting uh, fruit. And Fredo <laughs> freaks out. Fredo's just sitting there like, ah, yeah. and I'm like, that's freaking your dad's getting there and shot. Not, no, no
1: cell phones in 1945,
0: you know? Yeah. Yeah, but still, he didn't even go over there to him. He just sat there and cried on the end of the car and i was like
1: yeah i noticed that when they when they did that scene they they did that scene that was um when uh the word got around and michael didn't even know and him and k were out you know shopping and like she shows him a news uh, she shows him a uh in the newspaper newspaper. yeah yeah i mean it, it can you, I mean, can you imagine, I mean, I think we remember a time, but most people younger than 50 can't remember a time when news didn't travel. I mean, this is portrayed in 1945, so they, yeah. it happened, they printed a paper. There used to be, that's what got me, is that there used to be, like, somebody younger watching this were like, well, why didn't they just, you know, well, they didn't have cell phones or anything like that. Yeah. But they used to have a news happen so much. They'd have a morning edition and an evening edition of papers. That's Right. Yeah. And it's like she and it's like and it's like think how much time travel, uh, how much news travels now compared to like back then. I mean, even back in, you know, 30 years ago, we before cell phones, we had pagers, you know, that had yeah. that. Oh, I got the
0: news feed on this. Great. Yeah. And uh you see that calls home and talks to Sonny tells him that it doesn't look good and he's, yeah and uh he needs to come home so <laughs> hagan gets let go and they tell him to convince the family to yeah. uh to reconsider of course Vito is in the hospital he's in bad shape they don't know if he's gonna make it or not but uh one of the what was it what's the guy's name brossi is that his name? The guy that was sent to to talk to Salazo uh, and them, and he gets choked out.
1: And they oh shoot. yeah, the the guy that was the wrestler.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The and they, was sent his, to uh, they sent his bulletproof vest with a fish yeah. wrapped in it to say he's swimming with the fishies now. Yeah. Yeah. So that just sets off sets off Sunny, but there's a. I'll, hit I'll, I'll, wasn't it Fish who said Fish, who said that? A hey, Vagoda, yeah. yeah. Yeah, wasn't he the one that said that? Fish <laughs> yeah, talked about the.
1: It. I noticed that when I was watching that. You know, with I the can't fish wait for the, dum, dum,
0: dum, dum, for the, for the uh, Barney Miller. Yeah. Stuff, but but
1: kind of up. talking about that is when Michael starts taking an interest in his dad and he goes to the hospital. Yeah. And they're supposed to have armed police guards, but they don't. Or the, they're not armed uh, guards. Uh, they were uh, like armed. Uh, uh, yeah, the, the uh, police chief ran them off.
0: Yeah, he's, he's he's on the uh, he's on a payroll for Salazo and and that uh, all those guys.
1: But and so he goes out there with the, who's the guy that comes to visit the Godfather? The What's baker. The, the, yeah, the baker. That's right. Yeah. And it was out there, and they just they had to act like the muscle. They were had to bluff their whole way through it, or they would have killed Brando right there.
0: Yeah, you saw the baker after when he got the cigarette, with, pissing his piss, probably pissed his pants. Yeah, it's, his hands are shaking. He can't even get the cigarette. Hard to get the cigarette up to his mouth. But yeah. yeah,
1: I think, you know, like I said, I quit smoking 10 years ago. I think, I think I would be do a cigarette too. If I just defended yeah. a mob boss against a bunch of hitch men. I think you were do a cigarette.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and, you, and you start to slowly, you slowly see Michael getting reeled in. Yeah. He's getting reeled into where he's like taking more of, uh, you know, uh, interest in the family business. Like you said, he, he goes to his dad he's, and, and he, he, when he puts his dad in the other hospital room, he said, he, "I think this is the turning point for him in I'm the movie." With you. I'm with, I'm your, pop. with you, Pop. I'm with yeah. you, Pop. Yeah, I'm with you. And and you see
1: the you see the tear going down Brando's. Yeah, because I think that Brando never. Brando even tells you, "I never wanted this for you." You know, you you know, I mean, what you know? There, there, there. That's always the kind of the thing you don't want. It, you know, you want a better life for your kid. Yeah, he was like a war hero. Yeah.
0: but i and i wrote down here just looking i was like man pacino is young in this movie he was 32 at the time but he looks younger than that younger than that yeah and i was like holy crap but so michael ends up going to i guess gets in a confrontation with the cops about the the cops being taken over the guards being taken away from his dad's room and mccluskey ends up hitting michael breaks his jaw and like you said like we, we talked about sunny is such a hothead sunny just ready to go shoot up everybody and then get it over with and uh and you and then that's another part of the movie where you see see michael is starting to take control he's like okay we're gonna do it this way and ends up uh, scheduling a meeting with Salazo and McCluskey and they picked the restaurant, but, you know, Abe Legoda sets it up where he's got a, he's got a gun hidden in the, in the bathroom, which I thought was a cool, it was so cool. When that, he wasn't, that wasn't, that
1: wasn't Abe Legoda. That was, I forget his name. Oh, it wasn't him. He was, no, oh, he oh, was, God. he may have set up the meeting, but it was, he uh, set up the I think that's what it was. I forget the guy's name leave the gun bring the cannoli guy what's his name
0: right. oh yeah gosh what's his name he's been in some movies too yeah gosh what is his name they
1: talk in the in the offer that when they put that gun there in the bathroom shooting that scene the coppola had him put it something else because it could make it could make pacino like really kind of like yeah he did it. you saw it yeah, yeah like he was like really looking for it like he was nervous at first, but they, I, they didn't put they didn't put it where they told him it would be. They did it somewhere else. Yeah, and that's what made it more authentic.
0: At first, I thought this was going to be bad because you know I've never seen it before, and I was like, oh, they forgot they didn't get because they it. were when he told him he, he told Sonny laughed at him. Sonny goes, what you?
1: I mean, they were all kind of yeah. laughing at him. Said he would do yeah. it, but he had the good idea. I mean that that you know you talk about this the scene with Brando, but. After this scene, there ain't no turning back after this. Yeah.
0: And then it, so he shoots the police chief and Salazo kills him. And he has to go to Sicily to get out of get out of because killing a police chief, he was he was a marked man. Yeah. So now you got a whole different thing. Uh the sister of Talia Shire, Connie, mm-hmm. get beat by her husband. Carlo. Carlo, yeah. And Sonny goes over and finds him in his street and just whips him in front of everybody. I mean, whips him down.
1: And, and on the uh, offer, supposedly, this is this is according to the offer. This isn't my me saying this. Supposedly, they were acting, and he hit her. This is how it's portrayed in the offer. Ooh. He hit her, so that beating there, where he beats Carlo up with the with the. the with warrior, real. That was a lot of that was was. Um, was was uh was not, it wasn't, you know, like fake wrestling, you get hurt. Yeah. But she confronted him after that. It's like, well, just don't hit me again. And he was like, he didn't care about her. It's like, man, James Conn just kicked my ass. Like, he <laughs> had no clue. And, it, and I kind of noted yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. I don't know if that right. happened or not, because a lot of people discount what the offer's about. But if you like The Godfather, you'll like the offer.
0: I'll have to check that out it could have been worse. You could have had Rocky Balboa come out there and beat up on yeah. some. You know, Adrian, wig. I did it. I did it. So that that that's going to, this whole incident is going to be a key moment in, in a scene to come. Uh, Michael goes over and the Cicely wastes no time. And he ends up finding a woman over there and courts her with her dad and all this stuff and gives her a gift. And then, Next thing you know, they're married, and I'm like, wow, Apple, what was her name? Apple Lena, or
1: it's just Purple Rain. What was her name? <laughs> I, like I said, I'm so bad with names. She was hot,
0: yeah, she was. And uh, so he's forgot, he really forgot about okay. I guess he's just like, I'm never coming back, I probably won't come back for a while. I'm gonna enjoy it while I'm over here. So uh, then he. <laughs> Oh, Carlo never learns. But you know, we find out it's a setup. He goes off on, on Connie again. while she's pregnant? Uh, yeah, and Connie calls home, and her mom's on the phone. Where well, I think it was her mom. She's I can't hear you. The baby's crying. So <laughs> Sonny gets on the phone while he said, "Dad, shut up!" Mom. He he ends up taking off, and you know you see the cars going by the car they're a little bit behind but they're not it should have been that far behind unless he was just flying he gets to a toll booth and it's a setup the guy takes a change and all of a sudden you see the guy at the toll booth duck down and you see these other guys come up with machine guns and this time where they didn't shoot veto is meant much veto survives this time they make sure that Sonny does not survive. They shoot him. I mean, they. I don't know how he got as far as he did. They, they got that payment though money. before they shot him, didn't
1: they? <laughs> the state yeah. got the
0: money. <laughs> yeah, they,
1: they told got him the
0: toll got money. Yeah, he got paid. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, they, they. After he hits the ground, they shoot him some more. They even kick him to make yeah. sure he's he's dead. So yeah, they did a number on him, man. Yeah, and then of course they they don't want to tell Vito about it. Uh, Hagen ends up having to tell him because Vito finds out. He said, "There's been a lot of people coming up to the house. I hear my wife crying, and they tell yeah, him what's going on." Yeah, Vito pretty much decides then he wants to meet with the five families and he wants to you know just pretty much yeah. call a truce. And he's not because he's not. He's saying, "I'm not gonna." Get revenge for my son's death. We need to call a truce for this whole thing, and uh, you know he talks about Michael coming back. He wants him to be able to come back and not have to worry about. Good, he said. If anything does happen to Michael when he comes back, uh, pretty much saying the truce is off. Yeah, it, it's it's going to be. So what happens in Sicily? Mike, yeah, Michael's sitting there getting ready to take his. Take I think he's going to what his wife's going to teach Teaching how to
1: drive a car. The car. Yeah.
0: She's gonna she's
1: gonna to go to her parents. He married her and everything. He courted her, married her, they yeah. got married. He's teaching her how to drive.
0: Yeah, and she's in the car and he looks at one of the I guess. Bodyguards. One the, no, like, one bodyguard. of the bodyguards. It's turned and, on uh, him. He, he he pretty much betrays him and he's like well, hey. he sees
1: him running away. Yeah, he puts it together that's a car bomb.
0: And as soon as, and why is it in every movie? Whenever you yell no, that's when the car blows up. It's like it's like the car's like, "Okay, it's set to no." <laughs> you yell no, and it blows. Boom! So she's gone.
1: It was just a future episode of Night Rider. Kit,
0: no. Yeah. Uh, so he comes back, and he finds Kay, and he wants to marry her. He said. Told her he'd been he'd been back for a year. He hadn't been though, right? No. Yeah. I mean, unless they really did one of those soap opera time warps with the kids, you know, where the where the kids go to boarding school when they're like seven and they come back like, And she
1: just she just gets in the car with him. Could
0: be yeah. dating some dude now, but hey,
1: this is you know
0: This is it. But uh and you look and Michael is now pretty much become head of the family. Vito is is like Offering his assistance and his, his uh his expertise to Michael, but he tells because there's there's a couple of them, but a-, a Bagoda and, and the other guy we're talking about, I can't remember his name. They want to branch off and have their own family. And I think, but you don't um, want they, them. yeah, because they're going to be
1: moving to Reno.
0: Yep, they go out looking at the uh casino, buying out that casino where Fredo is. And uh,
1: and the uh, great Mo Green,
0: yeah, Mo Green, but
1: Fredo has this Fredo. Him? Fredo has this big party set up with a bunch of hot chicks, booze, and Michael just spoils the party. All like, nah.
0: Yeah. If I was Scarface,
1: business. I may, you know. If I was, you know, what's his name in Scarface, he may partake. But you know, yeah. he was all business here. Michael's all business, and. He was just, he was almost like, he was likable as before, but he becomes so cold now.
0: Yeah. He can't even. And he pretty much tells Fredo that, you know, don't ever, because Fredo kind of takes the side of Mo Green.
1: Yeah. Cause Mo Green's kind of like, you're putting your hands on my brother. That's going to stop. And I'm going to buy your business. And Mo Green's like, well, who the hell do you think you are? So that's when he's, I mean, he's a, uh, Fredo's a kiss ass. Yeah. So he's, of course, he's enjoying banging the cocktail waitresses who wouldn't, you know, I, I'd rather have that than a mob, you know, <laughs> and yeah, Fredo, you're my brother and I love you, but never,
0: Don't you know, ever I'm, I,
1: I'm the boss. I mean, you George can tell that's family. changed, you know?
0: Yeah, he is definitely full fledged now. That killing, I mean,
1: th- th- killing those two and losing his, his life, probably the private love of his life. You never treated Kay the same, but, I mean, he treated it what's-her-name, and that probably killed something in Michael that, you know, now he's just balls out. Yeah,
0: so they take care of Mo Green. Well, not yet,
1: not yet, not yet.
0: But we'll get to that. So then you go to Michael's son. Evidently, they had a big, big gap because Michael's got a son that's like, how old does that kid look to you? Just playing with Yeah. He's like 2 or 3 years old at least.
1: I think they explain in The Godfather 3 what happened to him. But I I that yeah, you got to yeah. That was actually the girl was actually uh Francis forcopa's daughter and the um the the son was Thalia Shire's kid. That's what I read somewhere.
0: Was that the Schwartzman kid? Maybe, I don't know. It may have been him. That would be been- that maybe. Hold on a second.
1: No, that's not him because he's only forty-one. Can't be him.
0: He, yeah, he was born. He, yeah, he, he'd be pretty impressive if he played. I think,
1: it, I think it's her. I think. I think it's it's her. I know
0: it's for sure. <laughs> I I know she, it's for uh, sure. It's, yeah. Robert, let's see if that's him. No, Robert is thirty-nine. I didn't realize, really. And I'd heard it, and it refreshed my memory that uh, Nicholas Cage is her nephew. Really? Yeah. Yep. Nicholas Cage is Taggart's nephew. I'm looking at it right here. Hmm. I wonder if he, because his 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 real name is Nicholas Kim Coppola, hmm. known professionally as Nicholas Cage. So that's probably why I got all those, those movies, too. But anyway, so Vito's playing with Michael's son out in the garden. And, you know, he's having a good time and all that. And I guess Michael's son thinks he's playing with him when he takes out the little spray thing and he sprays at him and they're having a good time. He's running around all of a sudden. He puts the mask,
1: he puts the teeth in or
0: whatever. Right? Yeah, he puts the teeth in to scare him and. Then he collapses, and I guess it—I guess it ended up being a heart attack, and he dies. So while they're at the, the funeral, funeral, yeah, and and Vito has told Michael that whoever tries to set up this meeting, with yes. is going to be the traitor. And your boy Fish, Ava Goda ends up being the traitor. And I'm like, holy crap. So they get him and
1: there. all the crap, all the crap that he went through with them. Yeah. But it was a bit, you know, you see a lot of people were involved, and Michael starts putting together who's involved and how they're kissing his ass.
0: Yep. So, yeah. So he ends up taking him out. And then,
1: well, he ends up, well, they, they there's a baptism. The baptism for, a, yeah. Well, actually, before that, yeah. The baptism. The baptism when he's confessing, you know, he hates, he doesn't he hates like Satan, and he likes Jesus. They go on a little rant and they pretty much kill all the people they consider traitors. all the heads
0: of the families, don't they?
1: Yep. And Mo Green.
0: And Mo Green, he gets taken out, and, and then he, he gives, out. and then he gives Carlo
1: a chance to come clean, and like a dumbass, Carlo admits it that he, he was knows. involved with it, and then. And he goes out and, and yeah. then Alia Shire is like, you killed him. You killed him. And Kay sees that. And she asked him and she asked Michael, like, is this true? And
0: Don't I'm, ask me about oh, I'm
1: in my business, but you Go can ahead. this one time. And what does he do? He lies to her. Yep. And she stays with him.
0: She's still there. And she sees it. And the, the big thing at the end of the movie is when they're, in the office and the guys get ready to close the door and they're like bowing down to kissing his ass yeah but i will tell you this the second time i watched it it was better than the first time and of course you know like i said i had things going on but i watched it by myself it was better the second time uh would i sit down and watch it again am i I would probably sit down and watch it again. And I it, am I? Do I want to see what happens the rest of the way? to trilogy, yeah.
1: I I don't. I before you watch it again, now it's in your mind. You got to watch part two. Yeah,
0: that's what I'm saying. You, I,
1: I you, definitely
0: you, want to see what happens next. Because
1: I think you cheated me on this episode, Stevie. Because I, I I told you that I was cheating when I picked my list. Because one and two combined are my favorites. Oh, so your assignments. Do you choose to accept this? No. Yeah. One and, and there's a, there's a, there's a, uh, a release out there that HBO did a few years ago. I actually have a, I have a, uh, Blu ray copy of it. It's the one and two combined because two shows the story about how Vito came up and everything. Right. So it puts it in order to where it makes more sense. Okay. So two is great. I may actually prefer two a little bit more. So, but I would highly recommend two, three. I'm gonna watch again, but I didn't think it was that bad. A lot of the people weren't in it. It was just pretty much, you know, Thalia and and uh, and uh, Pacino. They didn't have uh, James. They didn't. Have, of course, not James Conn. They didn't James have. Conn, uh, that would be. You know, he came back as a Walking Walking Dead oh. Walker. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, yeah I want to know, I want to know, okay. You've never, when we first met, you've never seen it. I, I told you, you hear Tom and Zeus talk about it. Yeah. You hear all these people talk about how it's the greatest movie of all time. You may not agree with that because I don't think you grew up with it. Probably like we did. I I mean, I didn't see it till I, I honestly, I didn't see it till I kind of came of age when I was about 20, when I was working at Blockbuster. And there was this chick I wanted to impress, and she goes, "You got to watch the Godfather." <laughs> it's like, "Let's watch it together." So I mean, and I was hooked when I watched it. I was hooked, man. Yeah. I even yeah, rewound the tape. I was in such a good mood. <laughs> yeah.
0: Be kind. Rewind. Yeah. I watched twenty-five cent. No, it was two fifty, bro. In the
1: nineties, yeah, it was, yeah.
0: When we started out going, it was twenty five cent if you didn't rewind it. I'll tell you, a I never, thing. I never
1: charged anybody. That's probably why they went bankrupt.
0: And yeah, Warden is responsible, Blockbuster not out of business. I'll tell you what I did though, and I got by with it. And this it's statute of limitations is gone now. The tape, which I, I mean, I get, I'm sure it happened a lot that the tape broke. One of the tapes I had broke it happened a lot of times. Well, we put it back together with a especially on the the part where the the nudity happened
1: <laughs> and you had that little pause button on your in your little 15-year-old you VCR about? Yeah.
0: 53 minutes and 20 seconds of uh I I uh, got to t- reach
1: on high. I, I got to tell you a funny story about that. I had a friend of mine that we were at Blockbuster one time and he they had that book open I guess it was like before like course internet and stuff. It would tell like what actresses were in or what actors were in what movies and stuff. It was like, I guess, a bibliography, or you know. Yeah. And I had a friend of mine looking it up, and and he'd all they're all girls. And it'd tell you the rating and what it had in it. And it was like almost a and I was like, dude, you're a pervert. And he was like, I think it was a girl who was that what was that show, Life Goes On, the older sister. I guess he was looking her up. And my buddy, other buddy, was like, "Man, you're a pervert," but you think about it now. Who does that now, Mister Skin? Mister Skin I was has say. this database where these, and it's from probably a generation X like me, like us, that grew up with that stuff. Like, I want to see—is she naked in this movie? What and was that?
0: That movie knocked up. Seth Rogen was in. was not he like one of the supposed to be one of the? Uh,
1: yeah, the guys they said they, they had, had it already. In. And she busted his. And she, Catherine Hagel said, "No, there's already. we mean Mr. Skin? Like what?" And they looked it up. Oh my god! <laughs> <I was laughs> disappointed. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but yeah. I, I, I guess
0: my buddy could have been Mr. Skin, you know? Could have been. Yeah. Could have been. But yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be interested to see number two when the time comes around, and I'll probably watch it before that time comes around when you did. So, we'll have
1: Coppola is supposedly in the second one. I. This is kind of I. I kind of read up on the offer and it's supposed to tell from the producer side of it. But according to Coppola, that guy was never there. So he made sure the first one was such a hit. He had carte blanche on the next two. He had, I think the third one he was pressured into making, but the second one, he was not getting fired. Nothing like that. It was, he, he had, he, he, he aced the producer and the, the, the owner of Paramount out on it so yeah you make uh, that much money i guess you you're able to do what you want so biggest movie of 1972
0: too so i'm reading a little bit on part two it came out two years later yep. okay yeah up. i
1: would i i think i think these two are great but i'm a, i like the mob stuff i like to watch documentaries on the mob i don't want to be in the mob i'm afraid of the mob I just want that, you know. Right now, I respect whatever, you know. I just want that put out there now. Um, the, you know, I'm not like Sam Heard, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: Different player to like drug dealer.
0: I'm looking at who's in the Bruno Kirby is in in the second one. You Remember Bruno Kirby, don't you? Who's he? Bruno Kirby played on uh, one of them. One of the ones he'd known for the more Good Morning Vietnam he was the the guy that was in charge of the radio station that kept giving Robin Williams crap he,
1: another movie i haven't seen in since it was out
0: anyway he died he died young let me see what else he's been in uh city slickers
1: oh yeah 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 when harry he, yeah died. i know who you're
0: talking about yeah yeah
1: he, he's the um, yeah he died young too yeah, he, he was, was. in uh, City Slickers. Yeah, he was. He plays, He he work, he's, um, Robert Duvall plays Vito Young growing up, and they're part of the mob together, like when they started at the Corleone, like how they start out.
0: Peter Clemenza is his name in this one.
1: Yeah. Danny Aiello is in this one. Yeah. Wait a minute, A.
0: Pagoda's in this one?
1: Well, you got to see it, dude. That's all in it, so I'm not okay. going to spoil it. I'm not going to okay. spoil it for you. Troy Donahue. James Caan is in it, too.
0: I'll leave it at that. Yeah, you got to watch okay, it. Man. So it's got to be flashbacks, man. Uh, Troy Donahue. Oh, uh, every time I hear his name, I think about Greece. As for you, Troy Donahue.
1: You know, for the longest time, I thought that was Phil Donahue she was talking about.
0: <laughs> yeah, I can. I see mean, it. I was six when the, it came out. Okay, Phil we'll Donahue. Only, the, only I mean, thing,
1: the only thing I knew for sure is Olivia Newton-John was a hottie. Yes. And I actually went with some friends probably before COVID to see her a few years ago. And you know who she had playing with her in her band?
0: You told me one time, was it a guy from uh Trickster?
1: No, Danger Danger.
0: Danger Danger, same thing. It's uh, like Andy... <laughs> a-
1: no. Mm, Andy, Andy Timmons. Ooh. Andy Timmons, I think. And I looked him up. Of course, you have your phone with you. You look it up like, oh, dude. Danger. And I knew the name. I got a friend of mine. when We used to go to this club back in the day. He had long hair and stuff. And some girl walked up to him. Hey, are you the guy in Danger Danger? He goes, yeah. And he just walked off. I'm like, dude, you could have hooked up.
0: You should have well, used that, that. That's like the... Oh, gosh. You know, Creatures Fest happened. And and what was it? The Bruce Kulik band? Mm-hmm. Or is it Todd Kearns? Todd Kearns is in that. And yeah. then uh, Zach... Zach Throne is in. He's a bass player. He does all the Gene parts when they sing Gene gene song. Zach Throne was in uh, that TV show The Heights. You know, how do you talk to an angel? He was one of the main characters in that because the guy I interviewed, Barry Coffin, who did the music, who wrote "How do you talk to an angel?" did the music for The Heights and California Dreams and some other stuff too. A lot of other stuff. Just great.
1: I remember when that music was that kind of that time was out. I was like not going to accept grunge. I was like no. So I you know rock was pretty much dead. So I started listening to like a lot of pop. I listened to like Rod Stewart and Mariah. I mean I was like all Mister Pop. And I think what I heard it what like, got me out of that when I heard Antichrist Superstar and it just like okay this guy's got it right. I went and that that totally changed but took me back in the rock track.
0: During that. Time I was country and I was that's country too, yeah. Old school, I was classic stuff then because I there was some grunge that was okay, but Alice in Chains, Soundgarden, yeah, I just it okay. I didn't want to be depressed after I listened. Yeah, that's true. Okay, you know?
1: now I listen to it and I'm like, God, I was a stuck up jerk, man. Some of this stuff's great that I didn't like back then. Like I can listen to Rivada now because I don't hear them all the time. It's kind of like Zeppelin. For the longest time, I couldn't listen to Zeppelin because they play that so much on the radio. And that's why I guess I never got tired of Kiss is because they don't play them maybe on the radio. They play rock and roll all night and Heaven's on Fire and Lick It Up maybe. 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 So. What did you think of Godfather overall?
0: Overall, I thought it was a good movie. You know, I, do, do I think it's the greatest movie? No, I don't think it's great. It would be. You can be wrong, you know. I I, yes, I can be wrong. (laughs) I can be wrong, and it's like I said. But you're not going to boycott me because I don't agree with you, though, are you? Actually, Stevie, I have something to tell you. I'm (laughs) sorry. This will be
1: my last podcast.
0: This will be the last time Wardens on 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 the fly.
1: I only came (laughs) on
0: here to do the Godfather. Then I'm done. (laughs) But yeah, I mean would i watch it again yeah i'd probably watch it again if it was on and i was like you know okay i'll watch it again and i i will i will watch the rest of the trilogy i do want to see that offer uh too. i'll have to check that out yeah there's two I'll...
1: episodes left because somebody and it pisses me off is i have to wait so i do this thing now i wait for a series to finish streaming then i can binge it like oh. you know it's like when Netflix started, like, oh, we're going to release the first half now, and the second half in a few months. No, just release it now. I mean, yeah. they're prolonging the like. They did that with Ozark. They're but,
0: pro- they did doing it with Stranger Things. So I just binge watched the first half. I got to watch that Stranger Things. I got to watch Stranger uh, Things. All I can say is, you know, those Duffer brother guys, they they've got some freaked up minds, but they put on a good show. They they know how to put it, tell a story. And it's uh, funny,
1: it's funny to see the to see the kids now because I saw what's what's her name, Eleven. Yeah. I saw her and I was like, who is that? I didn't recognize her because it's like five years to a kid. It's up. just like, yeah. And she's dating like what's his
0: name's uh John Bon Jovi's son, son who looks just like him when he was back in the I day. No, he's
1: almost prettier than she is.
0: Maybe he'll do 7,800 Fahrenheit part two. Is he a musician? Mm, I don't know. I don't know much about him. I know when I saw the name because he doesn't have, you know, it's he, he's known as by the original name. Yeah, name, yeah. He goes by his real name, and I was like, there's not too many people that got that name, he's got to be some kin to him, and yeah, I, that's when I found out that was his, his his son. But yeah, that Stranger Things, if you haven't watched it out there, you need to watch it. It's
1: my, my it's, kind of thoughts on Godfather is that it along with one and two they're probably my favorite i think two maybe a little bit more than one if i had to pick i would put two above one that's me um so i mean it it just it's just uh, it's a lost kind of art of how filmmaking is done. there's no cgi to it there's just right. no, i mean, it's just a I mean if, movie. but i i like the cgi stuff don't get me wrong the new draw oh, yeah film, it's awesome right but it I mean it's like that's why I think Top Gun's such a hit because there's no people are kind of hungry for just a good movie, you know, with the, the the effects get so much like I saw like two Transformer movies and if Megan Fox is gonna be in them, I don't want to I don't care to watch the rest of them. <laughs> but no, there's there's almost too much CGI to where Yeah, it, you it can overdo like, it. Yeah, and this doesn't and this is I like you know like when I read books, I like autobiographies or biographies about somebody's right. life. This is, I mean, he Mario uh, Puzo invented the the. There was no Godfather; that was his term. It wasn't what they were called, but now they say that every Godfather, every mob, yeah. they, the, the mob like walked out of it saying, "This is so authentic; it's crazy." And it's like you know it, you know, and everything after that kind of started. You had you know, Goodfellas. You had the Sopranos. You know, they all referenced the Godfather. So, Heck
0: yeah, well, I mean that started it all. Yeah, but
1: the Untouchables. I mean, you kind of watch that now; it looks a little dated, especially with the gangsters wearing our mini suits. You know, I mean it. I'm it, was the 80, it was the it was the eighties, so but I mean, still a good
0: story. I'm surprised nobody said that. typecast mobsters. No. oh, they
1: did. They they had a.
0: Lead oh yeah, you told me about
1: it. Yeah, they had that, and they did it. But you know,
0: I'm talking were, about they now. Were,
1: they were pissed about the book. I mean yeah. he got he got threats puzo got threats and everything and i and they had to pretty much I mean I know they're I don't know for sure but the way its on the offer it seems like a lot of people were paid <laughs> a lot of things were done you know to, to appease the mob because the mob you know back then owned the unions and all that stuff so they could stop a movie in its tracks and when they they threatened to fire a couple guys the mob was going to shut it down
0: he did it I'm looking at what was that uh he did a mini series who are we talking about pozo he did a mini series on one of his books screenplays oh yeah superman movies yeah why do you think that marlon
1: brando was in it oh (laughs) anyway yeah marlon Marlon brando i mean that kind of jumped out of his career because he did that and he did uh what what, Tango in Paris or whatever. He, I mean, he, he won the Oscar for Godfather, but he didn't show yeah. up because he was protesting how they he treated Native down, Americans.
0: Man. Yeah, he turned it down.
1: Which I think, you know, that's, I mean, that's that you're, you're, that's the best type to 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 do your causes when you know when you find something wrong. I, that's a great way to do it.
0: Exactly. You can get up there and and. Stay well, prepared. he wasn't up
1: there. He sent a Native American. Oh, speaking of which, did you see that? trailer I sent you for the new Prey movie?
0: I have not watched it yet. I have to check it out.
1: It's the new Predator movie. Are you serious? Yes. It it looks awesome.
0: I will tell you this. Predator, you know, the first one is great. Great. Second one. Eh. We went... This I, walked my, out, I walked out of it. This was my senior year in high school. And I every Sunday... Every Sunday there was a group of us that went to the movies. No matter what was playing, we went and pick, we picked we it was a little small movie theater, it had two movies usually playing. So we picked one Predator Two was the better choice. I forgot what the other choice was. Oh my gosh. Danny Glover and uh Gary Busey. This ain't this <laughs> this ain't lethal weapon by far. This was a that was an awful sequel.
1: Awful sequel. I thought the ones they did later on with Adrian Brody were pretty good.
0: See, I I've watched some that of them. That one was
1: okay. It came about 10 years, 12 years ago. But that, that one was, was good. I don't I mean, I'm not a I'm not a big alien fan. Like yeah, in those movies, I, you've seen I, one, you've seen them all, and they just this alien goes in the ship and kills people. I mean that I just I mean, Jason Predator, goes, Predator, I like Predator though, for some reason.
0: Or Jason goes to space
1: you know i used to watch those as a kid but the only reason i watched those friday 13th movie boobs i didn't care for the killing i like the boobs because people always got busy right before jason killed them
0: oh yeah definitely if you if there was if there was a scene like that in the movie they were getting ready to die I
1: i think the last one i saw was when the girl is like her dad died or something or something was coming back and she's in the lake and something's happening so she calls jason up from the 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 thing he comes yeah out of it. he wasn't in the whole damn movie just in the ending i was pissed like
0: i want to see jason i went to the theater one time to see a friday the 13th movie and oh, a girl i was dating what was what was it which one was it had to be had to be in like 94 95 somewhere around that range
1: God, you, you you lasted longer than I did. I quit seeing them in the 80s.
0: Well, it wasn't really my choice to go see it. I mean, she wanted to see it. And I got, before it was over, well, before it started, I, I was sick on my stomach. And there was a part of the movie where this particular one where the guy's face melted to the, he was trying to get up. And it was, his face was just going like stretching out and it was uh, it was like uh I, I was like okay gotta go to the bathroom <laughs> i went in there and puked my guts out really yeah i mean it wasn't just because of that 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 didn't help matters but i was already feeling it before that bad that popcorn did... or something no i mean it was it was not it was that day you know before the movies before i came to her house i, I was like i wasn't feeling right but i, I whew, I walked out of the. I so I, I take the- it you
1: didn't marry this woman. No. Okay.
0: And that's that's another story for another. <laughs> time.
1: But um, I didn't marry the girl from the Godfather either. But my movie experience a little bit better than yours, I guess. I didn't throw up.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: What I had that same thing is like when I watch a movie, like I was watching Giant with uh, Rock Hudson and stuff, and. They're about to kill a. I think it's a. Anytime they kill an animal, I just I I oh, can't yeah. watch it. Yeah, they can kill. You know, they can slaughter. You know, like Sunny oh, the yeah. Gold Booth, and I'm fine.
0: Yeah, I'm thirty or forty. Rambo yeah. can kill. Like when I see a,
1: miles. even I know it's. I mean, I even though I know it's portrayed, it's not real. I have a real problem when they kill an animal. I, I just, do too, especially a dog or a horse.
0: A I mean, dog, a dog for me is, uh, don't want to see it. And you
1: don't know, it's funny. I wasn't like that until. I mean, I didn't really have – I had dogs as a kid, but I didn't really get a dog till my last dog told probably about 12 years ago. I told you that story, how she was older. And my buddy, oh, she's four or five, shouldn't have been 13. Yeah. But, man, that changes you. I mean, I guess oh, – it I, mean, I can only imagine being a parent, you know.
0: Yeah, it's something. It's something. We're here it.
1: talking about the gl- gory Godfather, and we're talking about crying over dogs. Boy, we're uh... – <laughs> oh, also, I don't know if I told you that, but in The Godfather – the opening scene shows Brando petting a cat. That was a straight cat that came up to him in the movie. It was a cat that it was just in them in the lot.
0: So he just yeah. picked the cat
1: up. Cat's a pretty good judge of character most of the time. Or animals in general. So I guess, yeah. Yeah, Brando only got a million dollars, and he was and he's not in the second one. So
0: I'll have to check it out. Yeah.
1: Watch the second one. And the third one, there's a there's a Coppola. There's an original one that came out and there's a Coppola mix that he did like like last year. Mm-hmm. And his daughter, Sophia, plays Michael's daughter in the movie. And they gave her so much grief over that role, I guess, because he his own daughter. She's not that bad in the movie. I didn't think she was I didn't think she was bad at all. I mean, it, it's about and of course, it's Pacino and Diane Keaton and, you know, George Hamilton's in it, too, if that makes sense. Andy Garcia, Andy Garcia's in it. Andy Garcia's like one I of Sunny's Andy Garcia's town. one of Sonny's sons. Who Andy Garcia's son looks more Italian than Sonny did. <laughs> oh, you didn't talk about the part where Sonny gets busy with one of the
0: bridesmaids. In oh the yeah. Movie. Yeah. Well, right there in the bathroom, yeah. and then the guy comes up to the door, Sonny. That was Tom. Yeah. God. Yeah. And then he got, but he goes right back to it. he said. Your dad wants to see you, and then all of a sudden you say, "Okay." You know, see
1: how much trouble we got in before we had phones. Yeah. We had to do that kind of stuff, and you know, now we have phones, we can just you know look at pictures, you know, and exactly. look the internet. We don't, we don't cheat on our wives, you know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, next week we will be doing an album review, and uh, it's
1: going to be a good one.
0: It's going to be a good one. Gonna be one we talked about on this show before. And uh we we won't let the cat out of the bag right now.
1: But uh and it's nothing the cat dragged in either, so don't get any ideas.
0: Hey, the the stadium tour is about to take start up. My nephew was talking about it the other night. I was telling him uh Is it going? Person, is it coming by your area? The closest is coming to Charlotte, and he's he's going to Charlotte. That's about a good four hours away so he's going and uh he I was like Motley crue got meet and greets offered only 3500 and they'll give you a they'll give you a guitar autographed and everything and he's like no
1: nah.
0: $3,500 $1,300 $1, to meet them for a meet and greet but if you do $3,500 get the whole works they give you a guitar they give you a bunch of stuff
1: but... you get to do a sex tape with Vince
0: jeez dude are you sick or what
1: don't you remember that sex tape he did with that she used to be hot she used to be that hot porn star that was in uh janine i think her name was
0: i can't think of her name um
1: oh i guess tommy i mean tommy's been in one too i guess yeah (laughs) you know nobody i don't think
0: anybody really liked that tommy and pamela series they had i remember
1: i remember seeing it i have hulu and I, i see it come up but i remember that was probably i just remember i I just hated Tommy Lee at that time. I just, yeah, I, he wanted to be I, a rapper and it's just, Oh man. yeah. Tommy land.
0: That's he, he was, he wanted to be a DJ too.
1: Oh, Tommy land was a good, actually good. He did that. He did a book, but he did a book, but he had an album. He had a couple songs on there. Like when he had his TV show, like take me away. That was rock. That was okay.
0: You want When he started
1: I, rapping, you know, he did a he did a rock album. That's Like he did that one. Like, I don't know why everybody hold me down or whatever. That was a good song. And he also did, you know, yeah, he he did I a bet. couple of rocks albums, which were a lot better than anything anybody else in the crew's done. So
0: I, I bet you uh you like you like Generation Swine, don't you? Yes. You like that song Brandon, don't you? No.
1: <laughs> it's better than Torpedo Girl. No. You're you're you got that wrong, brother. No, put, it no. Not. Put that put I, that poll out I, there. Let's I, see how that works out for you.
0: I would put Torpedo Girl on a 24-hour loop before I listened to Brandon one time. And I mean, whew, that was a hard. That did not fit that album at all.
1: You know, and what's the sad part about Motley Crue is that the self-titled Honey for album is the best thing they've ever done, and Nikki Six it. will not give it the time of freaking day. It's like John Bon Jovi with, you know, his earlier stuff, you know, yep. it's like the fans love it. I'll be not enough to buy it. Nope. But right. I mean, it's, it, I saw, but yeah, I, I saw the generation swine They're They had this one video. I saw them with cheap trick. Tommy was still in the band before he left. And I think it's the second one off generation swine. And it was a song about, it showed all these people committing suicide and it's about how you die and you just kind of go on. And I, was just sitting there captivated by the video of everybody like all these like, like people, public educate, like there's like some congressman that got, he shot himself on TV and and it's like the song's about dying and you're just, you know, you're, you're gone. And that song really hit me. And I really, I mean, the late nineties were a lot better than the early to mid nineties because rock was kind of back. Yeah. You had your limp biscuits and your heavier bands. I mean, rock Marilyn Manson, Motley, but yeah, I saw them on a few tours. But yeah, it, yeah, I like their later stuff. I'm not a, I'm not a big. Uh, I have I quit listening to them after, after 2005. I saw them on the Crew Fest, and I did. I like when they were touring with Kiss, and they came here. I was in the middle of moving, and I had a chance to go. But I just, I know it's like this stadium tour. It's just like, I if it was just Poison, and Def Leppard. And, and Joan Jett, I'd go. It's just weird. Motley on there makes me not want to go. Wow. Yeah, it, I, that's because I just and they used to be my, I told you that, they used to be my favorite yeah. band in high school. Yeah. I loved them because they were closer to my age and stuff, but I just, I mean, it. that's just my choice. I'm not boycotting them or nothing. It's just
0: Yeah, you're going call for a boycott of Motley Crue now. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, and if and if, if people
1: want to go they can go you know yeah. i don't call people out for going you know i went and saw kids and they supposedly using backing tracks i don't care i don't you know them. i i i don't care it's entertainment when it comes down to it and there's a lot more people than eddie trunk's talking about to do it
0: yeah he, apparently there was a group called santa cruz not a well-known group that that got caught doing it and eddie trunk went off on them too so right. But
1: he, what I wonder
0: why he doesn't touch the
1: Chris Jericho Sebastian Bach issue. Sebastian Bach called Jericho out for doing it. Jericho pretty much admitted. But it's no different than what his buddy Vince does.
0: Exactly.
1: Notley Crew, they've been
0: they've been doing backing vocals they, since the late '80s. Nikki Six admits that they've got backing tracks. They've got the horns and and all this other uh, stuff playing tone uh, tracks. No. I I see I see points on both sides, but you know don't I, get, if you don't like, just don't go.
1: Well, I don't I don't think that I think he's talked about it enough that he keeps talking about it. He looks like an asshole.
0: Oh well, yeah,
1: he's. He, I mean, he, he I mean, I just think that he looks like a jerk, and I think that's why people, you know, yeah, a lot of people well, I don't like kiss, so they suck. You know, uh, yeah. you're gonna you're, there. Somebody put that on Facebook. I think it was on Loudcaster. Somebody. Put the video on there, and some guy says you're at the point now. It's like it's always been. You either like Kiss or you don't. If you like exactly. Kiss, you're probably not going to care. If you're outraged about it, you probably haven't paid attention to them for a lot of years. Exactly, because they've been accused of this for a lot of years, long time. Um, and I tell enough. you, if Paul is singing to a track, he needs. He, when I saw them the three times on this, he needs to get his money back because, I mean, it's a seventy-year-old man. I mean, it. It. I mean, I saw them and when they were in their thirties, they weren't in their. You know. Prime, but I saw them hit the hot in the shade. There were no backing tracks, then you know. I mean, it's, I I just don't, I don't know. I I think when you call somebody out, it you're trying to put yourself on a better pedestal. Like if I was Eddie Trunk's not even a musician, he has no idea how that stuff
0: works. He said he was going to go on tour and it was going to be Eddie, Eddie and the tapes is what he's going to be. He was going to have backing track and all this stuff. So, and he wonders Uh, why
1: Paul Stanley won't give him the time of day, he's just digging the hole deeper. Yeah, I mean would if you said that about me, I wouldn't go on your show. I know. I mean I I mean I have to watch my mouth. I don't know. He did pretty good with that radio chick or whatever, so he held
0: his Oh own. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. so when you're in your van down by the river. Yeah. <laughs> but here's another thing, KISS related. Friday, the next off the soundboard series comes out. Why? Uh, Donnington from ninety six. Why? KISS Online. Here's my question. just Kiss Online get get stuff out that people pre-ordered in time? Or is it will take a month or two for them to get it? Like the last two times I've ordered it.
1: Okay, talking about albums and vinyl collectors, did you see how much that stuff for the elders going for?
0: What the picture
1: disc? Yeah, they're selling that for a thousand. People are buying oh, that stuff know. for a thousand dollars. There was they that did... album is not, I don't. I don't get the vinyl collection. I'm on a vinyl, so you have to forgive me. I saw that you got smashes the other day.
0: Yeah, yeah. I've got. Well, if you count Kiss World, huh. I've got four, four more to get. And I'll but have, I guess,
1: but somebody also put, well, don't. If I'm gonna, if I have the money and I can pay for that, then you know, it's like the meet and greets, and I see that point too. But I, I don't, I don't get the fascination over vinyl. I do. Yeah. Cause I don't I, like, cause I, my idea, my memories of vinyl are hearing it skip, pop and
0: skip. Yeah.
1: I like the cover art, but yeah, you know, that, I have
0: like cover big, art here. So the big thing I love about, you know, vinyl and CD and cassettes was you had a hard copy. You had the liner notes. My daughter has started buying some vinyl, like, you know, she was, she'll get some retro stuff, but she got and I, uh,
1: and I get that for her. Cause it's, she it's, it's, it's retro. But for to live with it, and and I just didn't like vinyl. I was she, not uh, a, I was not a
0: vinyl guy. What's the girl's name? Olivia Rodrigo or something like that? She's she's apparently big. I don't. I've never heard anything she's done.
1: But <laughs> dude, you're a world famous podcaster, and you're not hip with the generation of today.
0: What the hell? Kill me now. But she uh, she bought a, some vinyl the other day, and it was double. I thought she opened it up, it was like look at this Danny was double get it was a gatefold, and uh she was just like this is so cool and I said just had the lyrics in there and if she said she got that on the little sheet that the, the the album's in I said that's just like it was back in the day and that was always one of my favorite things there yeah I like to
1: I like to, to get a cassette and the smell of it yeah not, not so much the white one but when they became more metallic looking, clear. Like, yeah and I would sit there and I would put it on and i'd listen to it i remember when i bought appetite and i sit there and my grandma was down and visiting and they had this mall downtown called river center mall and i went to go buy it and i was 15 and the girl goes are you 18 i go yes yes
0: i am i left our- so, and
1: i bought oh, it cool. and i remember listening to it i remember hearing appetite for destruct or uh, welcome to the jungle and thinking who's this little kid singing
0: <laughs> oh my gosh what was that song yeah, there was a song I took my daughter and one of her friends to uh out to eat yesterday and we were on the way back and she had control of the the uh music and there was a song that came on. I actually liked the song, it was from Dawson's Creek. Weedus. You ever heard of Wheatus? No. They did a song called Teenage Dirt Bag and nice. I listened to it. Nice that girl is singing about another girl she, she's like daddy that's not a girl singing; it's a boy I'm <laughs> like oh my god wasn't
1: Dawson's Creek all religious and Christian
0: no uh-uh uh, that was actually filmed in North Carolina Wilmington is but that yeah, the
1: dad the dad that was that admitted that he was a pervert or whatever yeah no, you're what? thinking about
0: uh Seventh Heaven oh sorry that was religious that was that was. I Dawson Creek dealt with like teenage kids. It's supposed to be set in Boston, but it was filmed in Wilmington. No, uh, it was not religious. Katie Holmes was in it. Uh, what was her name? What was the Michelle Williams one? It was married to Heath Ledger. She was in it. Had some nice looking ladies in there.
1: But, yeah, I I didn't. I was. <laughs> I was I big I, I kept watching all that stuff after Melrose Place in 90210 I quit watching I
0: watched 90210 I, think I went back I to the Young big, and the Restless I wasn't a big Melrose fan I was 90210 Dude Heather yeah. Locklear come on dude Yeah but it was Josie Besset Oh my Bissette, yeah oh. I mean say Heather Locklear and Josie Besset was hot too but yeah I just never watched that yeah. Then you had cuz when they put uh Princess uh what's her name from Spaceballs on there. I was like Daphne Zuga. <laughs> Daphne Zuga Vespa. Vespa that was her name. <laughs> Princess Vespa. I was like, this
1: one- I tried to watch space balls. I didn't get it. I was like, this is makes no sense.
0: I I just that's gonna go that's gonna go on the torpedo girl list. Yeah. Uh, I I I don't know. I no brooks I, I like they're making fun of Star Wars.
1: I know, that's why I didn't like it.
0: You
1: know what I'm No, I'm a Star Wars fan. That's oh, yeah. it. I'm a, I'm a, I'm it's a geek. Of Mel Star Brooks, Wars. Dude. It's Mel Brooks. No, but but you've never seen Silent Movie. So that's probably yeah, the best mean, movie. Yeah. Uh, my uh, opinion. my opinion. I've
0: seen Blades yeah. and Saddles, History of the World, High Anxiety, yeah. Young Frankenstein.
1: Uh you know, I used to think was really hot was Terry Garr. Yeah. yeah, like when she's in like in Young Frankenstein and like yeah. Mr. Mom. Mr. Mom. Oh, God, she's hot. Uh, Robin Hood, Men in Tights. That's was that Mel Brooks? Wow, that, that's yeah. right. <laughs>
0: I'm trying to think of what it was with another one I'm missing. But. They got
1: pissed at that when that came out around the same time the Kevin Cosner one came. Oh out. yeah, but
0: who cares? They'll get over. Kevin it.
1: Cosner cares.
0: Well, he. Him Brian hey man, don't be leaving.
1: Don't be talking bad about John Dutton, man. Yellowstone. I'm not lady. talking bad
0: about John Dutton. I'm not talking bad about Cobb.
1: Yellowstone, I him, brother.
0: I liked him in Robin Hood. I liked him in uh, Yellowstone. I liked him in I liked, him in. I liked him in. Waterworld. That was a great movie. Yes. Okay, well, that's so. number that's number three on the list. Waterworld's
1: a good movie.
0: Oh, let me write this one down. What's
1: wrong with Waterworld? It's a very good movie.
0: You to uh, Torpedo Girl, what's the line? okay? <laughs> Days of Thunder Torpedo Girl <laughs> doesn't get space ball and Waterworld. world. Okay, I have to remember this stuff. Hey, like at least prototype. I didn't
1: say uh, White Herb, that wasn't a very good movie. i
0: will getting Tombstone on. was better. Tombstone was a lot. Oh, god, that is not even the same league. Yeah. All right, so we've done the movie movie focus now next week album focus and uh you guys will have a ball with this one next week it's one of my one of my favorites the dogs are already excited about it yeah they got excited about when i just started talking about it yeah but anyway until next week where can they find us stevie they can find us on youtube they can find us on spotify anchor good pods pod chasers uh, Apple podcast we did uh, we did get a few subscribers on the YouTube channel we got a, a review a, a good review on uh, Apple so give us a five-star review it only take you like maybe two or three minutes at the most unless you really want to embellish and, and write a novel about us or anything like that which I doubt you want to do that but just leave us a five-star review it helps out a lot if I could get you guys to do that I would really appreciate it I know and you, and you, you told me I can't do that right so why can't you do it? I'm part
1: of the show. You told me I couldn't do that. I can't write reviews for our own show, can I? No, that's true. That's oh, true. man.
0: You could I have try, I tried, man. I mean, you could have said you did it before you joined the show. Uh,
1: I could have those burner accounts like, you know, other people do. Sonny Pooney?
0: <laughs> 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 Your words, not mine. Leave my fellow Dallas Cowboy fan alone. We may, as much as I've, I've avoided it, we may have a future guest that is a cowboy fan and I know you guys are gonna I like go
1: him up. already yep. No, when I had to put up with the four you and the cling boys I, I knew it. it I knew it was
0: gonna come back to haunt me but uh yeah we'll we've got some guests coming up we've got some interviews coming up too uh and uh, like I said we got the album focus like I said check us out all the social media accounts uh you got our Instagram Warden takes care of our Instagram we've got Facebook hit us up on Facebook Twitter, Twitter whatever. Send us a message. If you like what you see, please leave a review. Or you can let us know. We've had, I've had some guys talk about super fans, super fans of the show, and they, they love the show. And uh, so get it out. If you love it, show us. Show us some appreciation and write a good review about us and follow us or, or like us, or subscribe, uh, we would really, really appreciate it. it. Helps you, it helps out more than you know. That two minutes of time to do that review helps out more than you know. It gets us out there to to more of an audience. Uh, Isn't that a line on "Turn on the Night"? If you know it, show it. Or if like you that. know it,
1: show it. I always thought that he should done like, if you know it, show it. Oh, Whoa, man. maybe that's what
0: he did. Gene probably wrote that song.
1: Well, that was already in "Home Sweet Home." I remember when that girl lives? Oh home. yeah. And Tommy yeah.
0: sees it. Anyway, <laughs> he wouldn't have done that if I'd have done it. Though. Yeah. He'd be like Chris Farley on uh, Billy Madison. You've never seen that movie either, have you? Yeah, I have seen Billy Madison. Okay. I was going to say.
1: I, I am not a bot. I mean, yeah. And We ought to do a, li- a podcast on what some of our things that we know the other guy won't like and nothing to do <laughs> with religion or politics.
0: Well, we're not going to do politics. That's religion, the,
1: politics, or sports? Because we, we know where are, we stand we on that.
0: Out, we are out of that. We're not gonna. I've said that all along since I started. I would not do politics or religion. Yes, that's right. All right. So next week we will see you guys. Uh, we we'll probably put. We're gonna. We're gonna try to put our episodes out every Monday now. Uh, that's easier for me. We we record on Wednesday nights most of the time, so we'll put our episodes out on Monday so be ready monday for the newest episode of on the fly
1: and it's going to be a very very hot hot at episode
0: a very hot very hot anyway you guys have a great week warden try to stay cool down there don't let it get so hot down there as the next uh episode would be hey the
1: air yeah. conditioner is still working so i am I'm, I'm above i'm above blessed so
0: yeah All right, guys that's going to do it for this week you guys have a great week and we'll see you next week on the fly see ya